For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Massive show in store for you tonight. I will tell you, it is good to be back on regular scheduled premium time. <laughs> the last two weeks have been somewhat rough when you talk about Going live at 9, 10, 11 o'clock every night, but it was a blast and even more of a blast now because LSU is your reigning and defending, inconclusive, no, maybe that's not a good word, but 1,000% the national champion. We're going to recap the season here tonight. Uh, talk about just some, some some thoughts as we remember it. If you, which I'm assuming a lot of you do remember, um, we did a lot of post-game shows, even those during the midweek. It's a lot of fun. Is this the greatest Tiger team of all time? Is this the ti- greatest Tiger baseball team of all time? In the, especially having to reduce in the BB Core era. Like, if all things are equal, was this the greatest and best assembled LSU team of all time? I kind of think it is. Now, I'm going to get ripped here tonight probably by some in reference to um, recency bias, but I think that I have a pretty damn good idea that it is. I, I mean, 
just the simple nature, just the simple nature that you have two top end guys, Paul Skeens and Dylan Cruz. You have arguably the best college baseball player in a career at LSU. I mean, you saw what Dylan Cruz did last night. And if Paul Skeens is on the mound, and if Ty Floyd's going to be that kind of Ty Floyd in postseason, then yeah, I think you just saw the best team in college baseball for LSU, without question. We'll discuss that here tonight. Also, I don't know if y'all saw this, but the NCAA came out with a pretty big um, decision, I guess, but it's not really a decision. Because based on the the simple nature that they didn't give anybody like a, uh, I don't want to say a heads up, but basically when it comes to NIL, they say, do what we say or we're going to pop you with it. What? You told states to make individualized laws and then you went to D.C. And when Steve Scalise, the majority minority whip, I don't even know what he is. I don't follow politics like that. I know he's one of them. But when he met with Brian Kelly and Nick Saban, he asked Charlie Baker, the president of the NCAA, hey, what are we going to do? And he says, I don't know. Then he's going to go back and say, you guys got to follow the rules. What rules, Charlie? You idiot. Well, I'm not going to spend long on that, but we need to talk about it. Also, we'll do a recruiting update, football and baseball. I don't know if some of y'all heard or saw, and it's crazy because we had to bring this up a lot tonight or today about Chase Burns, the right-handed pitcher from Tennessee. He is now in the transfer portal. Looks like TCU, LSU, and Vandy are the three teams that I constantly hear for his services, but I will tell you, don't let Jay Johnson get hot. Now, can Jay reel him in? Can Jay bring him in? We'll see. We'll find that out. We'll talk about that here tonight. And also, got a little sourcing. Hit the button. Let me find out Steve Sarkeesian's talking trash about LSU on the recruiting trail. Let me find out you got to rent a center sofa. I don't act. Let me just tell you this now. Let me just tell you this. Just because the last two weeks, every single night we've been talking baseball and we've been doing the postgame shows does not mean that daddy has not been keeping tabs. <laughs> that your boy hadn't been keeping tabs on football because you know what butters the bread around here. Now, I love me some baseball, man. My first love in this world was baseball, but don't you believe for one Rudy Pooh second that daddy is not <laughs> keeping tabs. We are going to talk about um, some football and do maybe a little bit of a recap. Little bit of a recap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On some things that we possibly uh, missed, but we'll talk about both of those recruiting uh, NCAA, uh, we talked about that, makes false claims. And we'll do, since we haven't done these in a while, we'll get to some more comments. Hashtag Ask Blake. We'll get to a little bit of a football preview 
Guys, I want to bask in this LSU National Championship for a little bit. Let me bask. Let me go sunbathing in this thing. We do need to talk about some pregame football. Some preseason football. The non-playing portion of the season, because we don't have it all season. It's only the non-playing portion of the year. So we got a lot to get to. A lot to get to. Let's get to some comments, though, before we get rolling. Uh, Aaron Hornsby and Eric Beasy says, Renaissance sofa. Yeah, let me find out you got a Renaissance sofa. Brandon Reese says, I'm sure Jake Johnson's 2023 class is ready to play for the reigning national champions. Well, <clears throat> they are, in my opinion, um, they are, my, in my opinion, uh, the best team we've had. We'll talk on that. Holden Lee says, Blake, what about a pitching coach? Should that be announced? I say give Jay. I would be surprised if the news is announced tomorrow. I think that there's a pretty good idea maybe where they're leaning. Jay's kind of kept that close to the vest just a little bit due to the the nature of them being in Omaha and not really wanting to get into a lot of things. I think he, I feel as if he's going to lean to somebody he trusts. We'll see. We'll see. I think he's going to – and Jay talked about this. He says, look, I'm not – guys, I'm not only replacing the man, the coach. I'm having to replace the man in Wes Johnson. Look, people did not understand this because what happens is you got Rudy Poos that don't follow baseball all year long, don't listen to any Jay Johnson press conference, nothing. Like, they just think it's, you know, whatever. And they don't go to him, but – they just don't understand how much Wes meant to Jay. And Jay's come out there. He did again last night. He talked about replacing the person. So, bottom line for me is, <clears throat> I think Jay's going to trust just as much as the person. Because, look, very strong possibility that this guy, whoever it is, is going to have a crap load of arms next year. And you might be deeper than you were this year on the mound, which is a little scary considering how good you just looked in Omaha. But we'll see. And, yes, I did get my licks in from guys like uh, Glenn Gilbo today. I just bookmarked a lot of tweets throughout the season. Bookmarked a lot of tweets throughout the season. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. By the way, I, I somebody just – I saw this on Facebook. No, I do not know what algorithm is. I have no clue. I have no clue. D dudes want to continue to attack me or... This is the only thing I'll say. You want to attack me? It's cute. No one really cares. I surely don't care what you say. I haven't rebuttaled to you ever because I don't care. Um, And just, you know, if you... Look, there's one thing you can't do. You can say whatever you want about me. I might even come back at you a little bit. Don't bring my family into it, bud. Just don't bring my family into it. If you bring my family into it, I will end it. And you will have a bad – it will be bad for you, I promise. Uh, Daniel says, Blake, what's going on with the offensive line recruiting? LSU missed out on two targets who recently committed to you know, the University of Florida and A&M. I think they're, gonna, they're about to get some, Daniel. I think they're about to get some. We'll see. They got they got to close on those two though. Uh, Edward O says Rage and Review gives us good Cajun fans a bad look. Yeah, he does. I asked Rage and Review the ULL fan if he wants to come and talk stuff. He 
I will give them the platform to do so because if you're going to flap your gums on Twitter, you better be able to come back up in, uh, up in here and defend it. So, And look, I, I am normally, like when Glenn Gilbo came on here and we debated about the Gloria Scott stuff, I was cordial to him. He was cordial to me. I don't agree with him. I'm, I, I don't go out there calling him names. Like a lot of you call out, go out there calling him names. I don't go out there calling him names. I just call out his tweets. I think Glenn's a good dude as a person, but his takes are pretty bad, and he does troll. He does troll. Um, but, yeah, we went after it. All right, a couple more before we get rolling. Uh, Chili Vic says, hashtag Ashley Blake. I'm glad you're getting to this about Texas because they are really doing some dirty uh, recruiting as far as talking bad about LSU. So, <clears throat> Chili, I can get to that first really quickly because it's it's something we need to get through. Uh, but I'm I'm we're about to get to Texas. We're about to get to Texas because there's some there's a misconception about LSU at the current moment. Okay, that needs to be cleared up, and I might even clip it and put it on Twitter just so proper authorities can retweet it. Hopefully, maybe you get some recruits to retweet it and then. It, it goes from there. So we'll see. All right. So let's do this. Let's get this thing rolling. Oh, yeah. Mark, Mark's right. Mark Verdeen is right. Blake, how about those Jello Shot final numbers? Yeah. Not only are we the national champions, we are the Jello Shot champions. And like I told you, it was going to be, we are the 2019 team, football team of Jello Shots. Jesus. You didn't even need the boosters. You didn't even need the boosters. You still beat Ole Miss. Don't come to Louisiana if you don't want to party. All right. Let's get rolling, though. Let's talk about our good friends over at BetOnline.ag and our good friends over at GM Varno and Son. But as some of you have been watching the postgame show, we are also here and brought to you by our good friends over at Blue Chew. If you're still riding hot, if you still rock hard, you might not need blue chew. Pause. <laughs> but, but, in case you do, go over to blue chew, put in that promo code SPORTS20, that's SPORTS20 at checkout. They might give you some free stuff. Go and, fight, you know, go check it out. Go over to blue chew. But <laughs> I think LSU fans for the current moment are going to be fine. Let's talk about our good friends over at uh, GM and good friends over at Bell Online. Do us a favor, <clears throat> though, if you haven't done so already, hit that like, hit the share, share to all those social media groups, share to all of those social media pages. If you're listening to us on YouTube, like we mentioned, like, subscribe, notification bell. Thank you all to all to you who have been with us. So many b- b- big numbers on Fubo. I did not realize that so many people were watching us live on Fubo in the post game or the post game show. It's been electric. It's been very fun. Thank you for joining us. If you're listening to us, wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to do what Chili Vic asked a question about Texas. I'm going to touch on this because this got lost in the shuffle when baseball was going on. Let's get back to a little bit of football. I will bring it up next. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, 
combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures. Head on over to Bet Online today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50. That's Believe50, B-L-E-A-V, 5-0 to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Bardo & Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, mono chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them you good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. We're back! <laughs> you know what's interesting is I had done that in two weeks and my voice is already cracked and I can't do it like I used to. That's what she said. Anyway. All right, Randall on YouTube. Yes, if you do send in your Super Chats, we will get to all of them uh, here. We'll get to those comments first if you do send in a Super Chat. Thank you guys so, so much. I, I, I need to say thank you guys so, so much for sending in the Super Chats. We broke a record on the show. Uh, so thank you all so much for doing that. But Randall says, big boy baseball, LFG, boys. Thank you, Randall, so much for that Super Chat. Yes, sir. Cody McGee with a 999 says, Paul Feinbaum went on a rant about Scott Woodward handling the NCAA investigation called LSU scandal a slap on the wrist. We will talk about that. I promise you we will talk about that too uh, here tonight because it goes into my Texas thing. Thank you, Cody, so much, buddy, for sending in that super chat. We're going to touch on that uh, here tonight. That is part of uh, that is part of it. Let me touch on this because Chili Vic, uh, one of the great listeners, he brought it up. And let me just preface again. Some things got lost on this show particularly because of what was going on with LSU baseball. Don't think that we weren't keeping tabs. Eventually, it was going to run out. Here's the thing, though. And I wanted to have a good time to talk about this. And I think the first day back into normalcy a little bit is a good day to do it. Steve Sarkeesian, buddy, you're always going to recruit players that also have LSU interest. Now, in case you miss it, as Cody brought up, LSU's verdict from the NCAA came down. Now, the way that I read this is LSU is done with their year-long probation, okay, in September, and then starts another three-year probation. That's how I read this, of the NCAA violations. That's what's being reported that's in what's the I in the IARP report that like we I am currently looking at it. So where this we're only you know our probation is done in September. That's not technically true based off what the IARP is saying right here. Nevertheless, nevertheless, it has come to my attention 
over the last two weeks that Steve Sarkeesian and his staff are out there negatively recruiting against LSU because of the verdict that came down with the NCAA. But let's just talk about that very quickly. The claim, the claim against LSU was, from a football perspective, was, and it's not really a claim, it actually happened, we know that it happened, is that John Paul Funes was at Our Lady of the Lake, he gave a no-show job to a recruit and player of LSU's dad, they gave him money, he was on the payroll, he didn't go. LSU did their form of restitution by paying Our Lady of the Lake $20 million. This is all chronicalized. This is all written. This is all published by LSU. We do not have to, like, really talk or opinion, be opinionated about that part. But it, like I mentioned, it's come to my attention that Steve Sarkeesian is using that to negatively recruit against LSU. Now, here are a couple things that recruits need to understand when they're thinking about going to the University of Texas. Number one, the head coach that's recruiting you in the seven-plus years or however long you want to give him that he's either been a head coach or he's been an OC, not with name Nick Saban, but regardless, he has never as a head coach won 10 games. We give Steve Sarkeesian a pass because he was at USC. His offenses at Washington were pretty good. He went to Alabama. He was in the NFL at Atlanta. Like, we give him that pass. The pass that we can't give him is being a successful head coach. We cannot do that. LSU may have done some things 10, 15 years ago in recruiting. NIL has been passed. It's like LSU got convicted on selling alcohol during probation, and then the next day, alcohol was legalized, and they still go probation off of it. Before Steve Sarkeesian can go out here and negatively recruit against LSU, buddy, you need to win 10 games. The days of teams not being able to be turned around at big institutions, Texas, Texas A&M, LSU, Oklahoma, USC, UCLA, Georgia, Florida, the, the nature of those teams not being able to have eight, nine, ten win seasons in year one under really good head coaches is kind of going by the wayside because you're already having coaches because – of the transfer portal, like Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley, that's having a lot of success. The three-year window is not a thing anymore. Now, it can be for winning the national title, but not in relevancy. Do you know what the probation is, really? It's like what Cody mentioned in the chat, in the with the super chat. LSU got slapped on the wrist and didn't even have to, not only are they not doing the quote-unquote in this hyperbole jail time they aren't even doing community service they can't commit a level five level one of uh, a violation in football that's what they can't do the chances 
the real chances of LSU committing a level one violation is literally one out of a million, as we've seen throughout history. This being one of the first time LSU has faced something like they faced. You've had other schools like Oklahoma, Texas, all these, Alabama. You've seen these schools had to fight these kind of allegations. Really the first true real time for LSU. Here's the thing, though. No matter what Steve Sarkeesian says, no matter what assistant coach at Texas says, no matter what Bo Davis says or whoever says to guys like Colin Simmons or whoever it is that they're recruiting that is battling LSU for this recruit, you know what it doesn't change? Did you see Dylan Cruz last night when he hit the ring finger after the triple? You win national titles here. It doesn't change what someone like Angel Reese did last year, or I say last year, but you get last season. Doesn't change what they did or she did when she hit the ring finger. Doesn't change what Joe Burrow did. Doesn't change that LSU, more than Texas, since the year 2000, has more draft picks, has more first-round picks, has more national titles, and almost has the same amount of national titles as Texas has 10 win seasons, has more appearances. LSU has done more than Texas has. It would be really interesting if an LSU staff member or or coach would go out on the recruiting trail and start negatively recruiting Steve Sarkeesian about alcohol alcoholism. Oh, but that would be fair game, right? That would be fair game. Oh, you can't talk about a disease, and you're right. You shouldn't. If you don't have enough bullets in the chamber, if you will, to beat LSU in recruiting, the problem that you have is that you suck, not LSU. So, as we look at it all here, okay, Texas, if you want to negatively recruit, if you want to negatively recruit, you better be careful. You better be careful. All right. Let's do this baseball recap. Man, I got I to gotta tell you. I got to tell you. You know, I was thinking about this all day today. I went back and watched the game from last night. Went back and watched game one when Ty Floyd struck out 17. You know, on this platform, we have been lucky enough, even during the midweek games, which... I did not want to really do a lot of times. There are a lot of times in midweeks I wouldn't even I didn't want to do a show, but we would do a show because, you know, like, hey, let's keep the baseball spirit alive. We did a lot of post-game midweeks. The thing that I kept thinking about today and thinking about this team, I think that this is the best LSU baseball team we've ever seen. And quite honestly, I don't know if it's – is it close? Yes. 
Did LSU and Skip Bergman have a lot of coach, a lot of good teams? Yeah. 2000, 1997. There's a lot, a lot of really good baseball teams that Skip Bartman had. You cannot debate that. You you cannot debate that. But man, if if you went up against this 2023 LSU team on night one, game one, and the lineup that you see. Is the guy on the mound for 23 is Paul Skeens. And you got guys like Trey Morgan, who I think is going pro, obviously. You got guys like Gavin Dugas, Cade Beloso, Jordan Thompson, who, yeah, he struggled during the College World Series, but he came through in the clutch when you needed him. He started the rally off to where you got six runs in the second. You got guys like a, a first round pick in Tommy Tanks. You got guys like Brayden Jobert, who we look at Brayden Jobert, man, my guy has had back-to-back seasons where he's got 14 home runs, and then the year before, he's got he had 18. Guys, Brayden Jobert hit 300 on the year. Did you know that? My man hit 300 on the year. Oh, and by the de- by the way, the depth on this team was ridiculous. You got Alex Malazzo, God bless his heart, who got hurt last night. You had two really damn good catchers. Guys, Alex Malazzo, from some of you, was a part of email chains to Jay Johnson in reference to him cutting Alex Malazzo because he couldn't hit. And the truth is he couldn't, guys. He was hitting 120, 170. Dude was an automatic out if there ever was one. Guys, he almost hit 300 this year. He hit 290. He hit 290. Didn't hit a long ball, had like 15, 16, 17 RBIs, and played really good defensively. God bless his heart. Hayden Travinsky that hit double-digit home runs after he got healthy. Oh, and by the way, you had a freshman All-American, a guy that could play first base, and who actually caught for the first time at LSU, the first time that the guy caught was in the College World Series, and Bear Jones. I just think on that, on that one night, if you had to take one team, even in the best of three, it's hard for me to not think that the 2023 LSU baseball team was the best one of all time. Now, a lot of you are going to say, Blake, that's recency bias, and that that's cool, man. Like, I, you can say that. You're going to have to argue with me, Dylan Cruz, Tommy Tanks, Paul Skeens. I'll leave it at that part. I'll leave it at that part. Like it, love it, or hate it, this team is loaded. You had the best position player of all time and number three, which retire three. And I will continue to say this. And Ben McDonald won't say it. They ask him if, if Skeens is the best pitcher of the year, best LSU pitcher he's ever seen. You know, and he says, well, he definitely had the best year. No. The best pitcher to ever pl- to be at LSU – War number 20. And I love Ben. I think Ben calls the best game of all time. I think that man's more has forgotten more about baseball than anybody in this chat has even remotely known combined. The dude just knows, man. D- the dude's in the windup and he goes, here comes a curveball. I can see by his grip and inside of his glove. I mean, geez, I'm Marion Joseph. How much film do you study? 
baseball film, I might add. But one night, there's no way in blue hell, there is no way in blue hell that I'm taking against this 2023 team. What's this check your source thing? Zach, what's this check your source thing? It's your dad. <laughs> Chase, so I, I keep seeing this about people fighting. Um, Chase Burns is in the portal. It's not determined yet if he's going to go to TCU. I think TCU, Vandy, and LSU, I think LSU is playing a little bit of catch-up because they were in the College World Series. We'll see how it goes. But LSU is definitely in the game. Now, if he goes somewhere else, then he goes somewhere else. But there are two Wake Forest uh, starters that win the portal that I think people need to watch out for. Uh, Tasha Thibodeau, the Tiger. I got it right here. Like I would, I'm going to send you a picture. I'm going to send you a picture. But she says, great season. Thanks for all you've done to contribute to the season. Blake, thank you. She says, we did it. Go Tigers. Natty champs, baby. Absolutely. 1,000%. Uh, Witt says, I think Joe Oliva did more wrong than right. No doubt. No doubt. Mark says, Blake, it's two different eras. If everything's even, like I said, like I said, in if everything is even, man, I mean, it's like, okay, well, it was two different eras if you're going to compare Miami Hurricane football 2000, 2001, whatever team, and you're going to compare 2019 LSU. It's a completely different era. Completely different era. I mean, you got Ken Dorsey throwing the ball 17 times. Joe Burrow would do that in a quarter. <laughs> like, Burrow would throw the ball 17 times in a quarter. Miami ain't doing that in a game. Teams are much more advanced. Like, even if, like, if you went BB Court, even if you went Woodbats, it would not matter. Guys, we're talking about Dylan Cruz, Tommy Tanks, Paul Skeens. That three-headed monster is insane. Now, you're going to have to replace some things. you got to replace, obviously, Dylan Cruz, obviously, Paul Skeens. I think that Trey Morgan is another guy, obviously, that's going to get drafted. Where? I don't know. I think that you got to replace Jordan Thompson. I think you got to do something at catcher. If Brady Neal can't stay somewhat healthy, I think you, you know, do you battle it out and, and let Bear Jones be your second guy? Like, what do you do? One thing is for sure, though, I do think that Chase Burns is definitely high on that list. So now that we can kind of somewhat officially talk about it since he's in the portal, I, like I just mentioned, I think that I think Burns is a guy that maybe LSU might be behind a little bit of the eight ball. But here's the thing, though. Jay has done such a great job recruiting, being out. You know, he's so worried about replenishing his team, right? Like, he went out and got Cade Woods. He got Jamie Lohr. He got uh, uh, Braswell. He's already hit the portal for three players. So, hypothetically, maybe you got a shortstop. You got two relievers that you're more than likely losing already. Like, I, 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 I don't know what Riley Cooper's going to do, but maybe he comes back. He has the ability to. But 
like next year you have the chance of having Thatcher Hurd. You have the chance of um you distracted me. Distracted me. Thatcher Hurd, uh, Grant Taylor. Uh, you got Cade Woods in the bullpen. Jamie Lord's in the bullpen. Who's going to be your third guy? You got Chase Shores returning. You got Appleby and Newt coming in off of an injury. You got Javen Coleman. Does he return? You know, like you, you got a lot of weapons in that bullpen. A lot of weapons in that bullpen. You got a lot of big arms. What can you do offensively? And I think I still think that there's some guys that LSU is going to go and get. Now there's not a Tommy Tanks. The Tommy Tanks of this portal class is obviously Chase Burns. I think TCU makes sense for him. For him, not I'm not saying me. For him, TCU makes a lot of sense. I think Vandy was a school that he always wanted to go to, but they kind of under-recruited him a little bit. And then, obviously, you have LSU that's trying to get into the mix here. Let's see what happens. I don't. I really don't know yet what's going to happen. That Can that change in the next couple of hours, next couple of minutes? Sure, but right now, I have no idea what the kid's going to do. Just being real. No clue. I, I have my thoughts, though. And I think that LSU is going to go down swinging. See what happens. But you are replacing a lot. Like, there's no doubt about you having to replace a crap load of talent. I think Jay can do it. And Jay's, if Jay's not already on the phone, like, guys, I don't think people get it, man. Like, I, w- I would be shocked if Jay was not on the plane, like, calling dudes. Like, that's the kind of human being he is. Like, he's so worried that him being in Omaha, he's missing out on recruiting like it's bothering him. Meanwhile, he just won a natty, and he's up on the podium going, hey, guys, like, like we win natties here. Like, come on. And give Jay credit, man. He called his shot, and he prevailed. That's one thing that we didn't mention when we talk about Jay. Like, even in the interview that Matt and I did with him, I mean, he legitimately, in that interview, told us, Guys, like, next year, and he was talking about this season. He goes, this upcoming season is the year that I'm targeting for. Because I think – and, look, he told us then, like, I laughed him off and I looked like an idiot. He said he didn't know if Skeens was going to hit even then. Guys, we interviewed him almost a year ago this week. And he already – he already was talking about how he knew that this team's going to be special. That's him. I mean, like, he, he was out in the open. Like, this wasn't anything new. Like, it bugs the crap out of him. Like, I know, and this is not from Jay, but I know of a, of a player that hit the portal last year. Within five minutes, he's got a phone call like that from Jay Johnson. Kid wound up going to the draft, but like that. It's going to bug the shit out of him. It's going to 1,000% bug the absolute shit out of him. And I am so glad that he's wired like that. You are going to be better like that. Which makes me flip over to my next point, and then we'll get to some comments. As much as I'm not worried about Jay Johnson recruiting – and I think that you're about to get some really good news within the next two, three weeks of baseball transfer portal guys. Like you're gonna you're gonna be sitting at your desk at work and be like, oh my God, Jay, stop winning so much. You're gonna be fine there. Okay. Let me also bring this up. 
we hadn't talked a lot of football recruiting, which, quite honestly, there hasn't been a whole hell of a lot that's going on since we've been out or doing the post-game shows for, for the baseball games. I'm gonna, if I've said it once, I'm going to say it again. It's June. Relax on recruiting. You are in the non-playing portion of the season. I know that a lot of you are on mods. I know that a lot of you are on uh, uh, message boards. I get all of that. And good for you. Some of you are on our message board. Hadn't signed up? AYSSnetwork.com. Sign up for the form today. I know a lot of you are panicking. Some of you are panicking. Like, I think that there's going to be a receiver that commits to A&M tomorrow. Or it's tomorrow, Thursday. Zach, what's tomorrow? Wednesday? I think his commitment's Thursday. Okay, I can't keep track of all this right now, but I think that that kid, Draylon Miller, might be going A&M. And I see all of you already panicking. Just going to let you know you better pump the brakes or you're going to look like an idiot. Guys, it's June. Again, I, I'm going to tell you this until I'm blue in the face. Do not freak out about recruiting in June. Now, if there were, if you were literally missing on everybody, okay. But then I see, then I see, like, Zach brings this to my attention. Zach, when was that? Friday? Last Friday, maybe? And Zach's bringing it to my attention. He goes, Blake. Like, everybody's freaking out about you losing a recruit. Or, what was it, two recruits. And I'm like, what? Like, guys, you've legitimately locked the state down. You've legitimately locked the state down. You had a kid, you know, we talk about this all the time, okay? It's something that's always brought up on the show. The Louisiana three-star, the Louisiana three-star, well, you just got one committed, a wide receiver, who went to a football camp and ran a 4-2-something. The Michael Turner kid, electronic time, one guy on a hand time, one, the guy on the hand time's got him at 4-2-9, and then on the electric time, he's running a 4-3-7. Guys, he's in high school. You got Kane Durham, who, <laughs> with all due respect, Kay Durham's out here going, good googly moogly. I didn't know LSU was like this. Got Colin Simmons who's going to take it to, to, to signing day. Dominic McKinley. I'm sure Wardell Mack will. I, I'm just assuming. I don't know. Pump the brakes, man. Pump the brakes. Because what you're gonna, what's going to happen is is you're going to continue to talk about recruiting, you're going to t continue to worry out, and then what's going to happen when you beat Florida State when or when you win 10 games again and you, you're beating teams like Florida, you're beating teams like A&M, you're beating teams like Ole Miss and Alabama, and everybody's like, oh, my God, LSU's for real? No shit. This literally... Of the four years we've been doing this podcast every single day, it has happened every single year. It even happened in 2018. 
Okay. 2018, everybody's panicking. Oh, no, we don't have a quarterback. Oh, no. Miles Brennan. What is Miles Brennan going to do? Why do I sound like Bill Clinton? Again. Just be calm, dude. It, y'all do this every year, and then every year you end up with a top five class, and you're like, oh, my God, we got some dogs. You know, th- th- this is how, I'm going to just repeat some people. We got dogs. Bro, and then we. I really think this dude's going to be it, man. Like, this dude's going to really be the guy. He's going to really be the dude. Okay. Okay. Well, if he's really going to be a dude, then... Like, if he's a really, really going to be a dude, if you hit on one of those at the right position, got an offensive lineman or defensive lineman or two that are like that. You got some defensive pieces that are like that. Guys, Georgia had 15, uh, uh, 10, excuse me, 10 players drafted. If you got six or you get four recruiting class, you're win natties. Stop panicking. Don't let those mods get you. Eric Kennedy with a $10 super chat. Thank you so much, Eric, for sending us that so much. Guys, when y'all send in the super chats, it, it, it helps our show tremendously. $1, $2, $3, I don't care. It helps us so tremendously. Nathan says, hashtag ask Blake, how LSU looking with Bryce Underwood? A little far out. Um, but I would say things did go really well. It also go, went really well with a lot of teams. I think that L- – so there's only been a handful of recruits that I think Brian Kelly single-handedly, like single-handedly, got completely involved in. And, look, you see this with Saban, like with defensive players, DB, stuff like that. Like Desmond Ricks was one for just this past class. Like there have been some, like Keely – like you've had some of them. Brian Kelly doing that with Harold Perkins. Uh, I mean, guys, come on. I mean, Brian Kelly was the reason that you got Harold Perkins. Like, let's call it like let's call it what it is. Okay, there's a lot of great staff members that help get it, but let let's call it what it is. Things the same thing with the five star and Deshaun Womack, who everybody's high on. Like a lot of that's Jamar Kane, but that final meeting with BK was when he committed, and I know that he did it on the show. But I mean, let's call it what it is. Let's call it what it is. I mean, we've I heard it, I, I've heard it from a lot of people that Brian Kelly really sold that kid. You got Lance Hurd. You already know the story about Lance Hurd. Bryce Underwood's, I think, another one of those. Another one of those. Austin Beard with some stars on Super Chat. Thank you, Austin, for doing that. Uh, Chili says, ask Blake, I understand the panic from the fans because of what on three Texas guys are putting out there about whack, uh, about Mac and McKinley, uh, Jerry Hamilton and some guy named Eric. Yeah. I'm not worried about them. I'm not worried about them. I'm not worried about them. Eric says, sorry, Blake, my message didn't send with my super chat, but it says, I'm assuming this is it here. He says, how much was Floyd improved his draft stock? Damn, that's a really damn good question. Uh, since postseason, a lot. 
a lot. Maybe I would say he's a second, third round pick. I think that that's pretty fair. He says, I wish he'd come back one more year. I feel like it could have a special year and make himself a lot more money. He could. I just don't think that he will. Um, look, man, you got to give Ty Floyd a lot of credit. You know what's interesting? Something that we don't talk about enough is that Ty Floyd had three different pitching coaches at LSU in three different years. I mean, he had, what, Alan Dunn, then Jason Kelly, and then now Wes Johnson. Um, that's tough, man. Now, I think Wes was the best of all three of them by a long shot, but that's tough. And look, that kid absolutely shoved. That kid absolutely shoved. And Ty Floyd deserves all the credit in the world, man. Like, all the credit in the world for what he did in this postseason. So does Riley Cooper. You know, one thing that we made throughout the year, and it was a lot of big fan debate, was about Wes Johnson and was he good or not? Oh, he hurt all of our arms. Well, I mean, he hadn't been with Grant Taylor the whole year, really. I mean, he just – they threw a bullpen. I mean, guys, he threw a, he would throw a bullpen. I mean, he didn't have a lot of off time with him in the offseason. Yeah. I, I, Wes Johnson, you saw Wes Johnson's uh, ability during the College World Series. Now, Jay explained – I mean, Jay explained it in his postgame show about Wes. He goes, when I go to the mound, it's more for just the pitching. It's a defensive strategy. Like, I get the message from Wes. I go out there, talk to the pitchers. I talk to the pitcher about what Wes just said. And then I go out there because I want to make a defensive strategy. Like, hey, guys, this guy rolls over the third a lot. Be on your toes. Like, this guy hit into a double play a lot when we throw him inside this pitch. So, if you see, you know, two seam on the outer half, like inner half, whatever, like, a lot of times, this guy's rolling over on it. So, let's roll it here. Ty Floyd was a very big proponent of you winning the Natty. Guys, he went undefeated. He did not lose a game. Now, did the team lose a lot sometimes that he pitched? Yeah, they did. They did. He was still 7-0. and Oh, just pop my back. Just pop my back. That felt good, man. Ooh. Ooh. David Woodward. Woodard. What's up, David? He says, Blake, who are the names in the portal from Wake Forest? Um, I got him right here. Hold on. I got him right here because I was on the phone when they went in the portal and I wrote it down. Hold on. It would be – I know Corona was one of them. Um, yep, Corona was one of them. And Sincere, maybe this is how you say it. But I'm pretty sure it was Corona that the one that everybody was talking about, the DH. Yeah, it was him. Just making sure I'm not missing it. Yeah, Corona was the one. But I know another one did too. 
I need to look. I need to look a little bit more into that. I didn't have a lot of time today. Uh, Doug No says Jay is the face of the program. He's very strategic. Didn't want com- comment uh, commenters, commentators. Excuse me, commentators giving UGA uh, HC any pub. Uh, he did it last year too. He did it last year too. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I'm going to respectfully disagree on that one. Uh, Brandon Reese says, imagine if we did end up with Simmons McKinley. That would be crazy. Yeah, it would be crazy. And I think it's still realistic. Guys, you, again, again, just relax. Just relax. Like, come on, man. Here we go again. Bryant Miner. Hearing we're behind on Wardell Mack and McKinley. Huge in-state targets. Okay. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Why? Are you behind because Texas is offering them more money? We already saw how that played out. They didn't pay kids. Okay. Uh, Chili says on one ninety nine dollars super chase says Blake, what are your thoughts on Harlan Barry four three seven? Clearly, the kids are uh, f- exceptional athlete. You know what he? I thought that I wanted to see more out of him uh, that I did see. All right, hold on, Chili. I'm coming back to your uh, comment. We got a special guest. Dude, they hadn't seen you in like a month. You hadn't been on this show in like a month. Who is it? What's your name? What your name is? What your name is? Ben. What you doing, dog? You hit your head, I can see right here. Yeah. You okay? Yeah. I just I just hit my golf club. You hit your golf club? Yeah. And you hit your head? Yeah, and it hit on the bottom. Like that. It hit on the bottom? Yeah. Okay. You okay? Yes. If you have a hard head like your daddy, you're gonna be okay. Okay. Did you ha- hey, wh- who's your favorite baseball player? Um, Say it loud. Tommy Tanks. Tommy Tanks? Who's your favorite baseball player? Um, you just said it. Tommy Tanks. Tommy Tanks? <laughs> hey, do the Tommy Tanks. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the Tommy, Ben. <laughs> is that is he your favorite? No. Oh. <laughs> All right. Daddy's got to finish the show, okay? I want my Coke. Okay, I want my Coke. It's not Coke, then. Yeah. Okay. All right. Whose question will be on? Chili's? Love you. I'm almost done. Okay. Close the door. We can play baseball. 
And basketball, yes. Uh, he says, what's your thoughts on Harlan Berry 437? Uh, I just think I think he's just so electric, dude. I just think he's so so electric, man. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for the super chat. I think he's uh, chilly. I, I think he's a different dude, man. Like I I really do think Harlan Berry's like one of those kind of guys. Like I think he's I, I really do believe he's gonna be, like you're gonna look up and be like, damn, bro. Like, Harlem Berry's going to be a first-round back. Like, I, I think he could do it. Now, I know that guy, like my buddy, our buddy Carter, he doesn't like backs that aren't over 200 pounds, you know. Yeah. When they come into high school, I, I think this guy's different, though. I, I think this guy can be different. We'll see. I mean, like, they clocked him running 21 miles an hour, man. Like, that, and, and, and route running has been such a big deal. Such a big deal. All right, let's do this. Let's talk about a good friend, Tyler Alexander, over at EXP Realty and our good friend, Carol Foss, over at State Farm. Don't go anywhere. We've got to round up the show. We're back next. He will sell your house and find you anew. Well, Tyler's the man. He's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. Y'all call Tyler. He'll shoot you straight. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. I will tell you, it's been really fun covering this team, man. It's been really, really fun covering this team. And I think that they're... Um, Like, look, we remember 19. You always remember the national title teams. Like, that. that's a given. But I just feel like this team, I'm going to remember very detailed specifics. Like, things that I probably shouldn't remember. Like, the base running error against Nichols. Like, Tommy Tanks hitting the Tommy you just saw Ben for the first time. Jared Jones throwing the bat, telling the kid at Kentucky, F you, P word, F you. Like, we shouldn't really be remembering that. I don't know. F you, P word. All right, a couple more, then we'll get out of here. 
Uh, George says he said no Cruz. No, Tommy Tanks is his dude, man. Tommy Tanks is Ben's dude, man. Charlie Vitor says, yeah, Ben, do the Tommy. My man was leaning back on it, you hear me? My man was leaning back on it, you hear me? Here's, here's the thing, uh, and I'll wrap it up here um, and then get to some more comments before we're out. Uh, here's the thing. This team will be a, have a special place in my heart, not only from a coverage standpoint, but I think from a dad's standpoint. As you just saw, my son Ben came in here, okay? And he comes in here, and now we're playing baseball literally nonstop every day. Ask my wife, ask my parent, my parents. It, it's insane. He saw LSU for the first time, and what he witnessed last night will live with him forever. Like, you want it, to – it's so wild me watching my son become an LSU fan. It is so nuts watching him become an LSU fan because I feel like I get to – you get to live it all over again for yourself. Like, when Tommy Tanks hit that home run against Wake Forest. Okay? And my dude Ben is in the corner like, like, bro, I, I, I can't, that, like, it's on replay. Always will have a special play in my heart. This is a good one. Brandon Graziano says, I'm going to remember the Morgan play at the plate. That, it, won you the, it won you the natty, man. Let's call it what, it won you the natty. I mean, you had a lot of things that had to go right. Like, you lost to Florida. I get it. Man, you're not scoring a run in those first nine innings. I, I mean, you're just not going to sc- I don't think. Wake Forest was shoving it right up Orkeesters. So far up Orkeesters that Zach was at out of town last week. Couldn't be found. CIA couldn't even find him. And they couldn't find him with a search warrant. Yeah, that was almost bad. I almost ended the show on accident. Trying to click your uh, comments, Zach. <laughs> anyway, all right, two more, then we're out of here. Uh, Biggie Bull says, "How did, how diff, or maybe how different do you think our lineup would be with Chase George, uh, Garrett Edwards, Grant Taylor? I think it would have been even more dominating. It would have been even more dominating." Uh, Adam Cook says, "It would have been like nineteen level. They would have gotten there." Because Grant Taylor, Ty Floyd would have been Sunday, and Grant Taylor would – y'all don't get it, bro. Like, Grant Taylor's a dude. Like, he – I hope he comes back, man. We really need him to come back. Uh, hashtag uh, – I don't, I don't know. We'll see. I know that there's been a lot of debate. Uh, Adam Cook says, ask Blake, who do you think is the biggest difference? What's the – you think the biggest difference in Jay and Paul are – both natty winning coaches, but what do you think is the biggest? Recruiting. Recruiting. Paul never recruited like this, man. Never. Paul was not a relentless recruiter like Jay is. Like, Jay's going to refuse to not be the number. Like, he refuses not to be the top two class in the country. Like, refuses. Gotta love it. See you all tomorrow, guys. Peace. 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.